work in silence Trying to stop the violence Cause I'm killing my goals Here's my story Just imagine how I'm living Only fresh and authentic Never shaking the twisted I'm going off the specifics Moving with high intentions And exercising my mission Blending purpose with vision Now take a sip and just listen uh. Hey and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade An original podcast to help you turn life's lemons into lessons My name is Whitney B and I am your host And today we're going to talk about How to find peace in life when you're under attack. Edwin Starr reported war at the height of the Vietnam War to make a statement against the conflict and to point out the need for more love, peace, and harmony in the world. The Temptations, they released that song on an earlier album, but I guess Motown wasn't feeling it. They didn't want any of their mainstream artists to receive any flack. So they gave it to Edwin Starr because he was on Motown, but he wasn't as big as The Temptations or Marvin Gaye. So really, he was almost a safe artist to get the message out because he didn't really have that big of a platform. So the song was released in 1970s, way before I was born, and it remained number one for three consecutive weeks. War was Starr's claim to fame, especially with his ad-libs. You know what he's saying. Good God, y'all, absolutely nothing, which became some of the most popular ad-libs in music history. But with any controversial song comes controversy, and Starr hardly ever got to perform his hit when it was at its peak. But what I admire about his story is a couple of things. He released the song, It Was His Truth, and he did it regardless of any opposition. He will be attacked and criticized time and time again throughout the rest of his career, but those attacks never took away from the value he brought to the world with his anti-war message. With any new undertaking or mindset that you adopt, being under attack comes with the territory. And without being prepared, an attack can feel infinite. You may ask yourself, why me, instead of asking, What is the lesson that I can take away from all of this? When you're under attack, it consumes you, right? (laughs) It's hard to look forward or focus on anything else because you're constantly under anxiety. What's going to happen next? It's a question that'll stay at the forefront of your mind. And you can always feel defeated when you don't know the answer. And regardless of the battle that you're fighting in this moment, you have to take a step back and understand that if you're fighting your battles with the right tools, you might project a different outcome. How we think and how we think about ourselves is the biggest bridge between uncertainty and victory. And over the last few weeks, I've been struggling, y'all. Like, I've been struggling daily. And then I recognized that I was focusing so much on a problem that I overlooked how I arrived to this particular moment. And two things that I recognized is how I spoke to myself and how I needed to reframe how I viewed my situation. It's so important to recognize how you speak to yourself when you feel like you're under attack. I met a young woman maybe about two weeks ago and she keeps reminding me that our words create worlds and we have to take ownership into what we speak into our lives if you have faith and desire positive outcomes you have to speak positively if you feel negative and if you think the worst is to come then that's what you're going to speak into your situation and anytime you opt into anything less than positive that negative outcome is already won. it's already become your reality because that is what you are choosing with your words Remaining on the bright side, it may feel like a world away when you can only see the process that's in front of you. Y'all know me, like I've always been a supporter of leaning into the journey, trusting the process. But when you're under attack, like you just want everything to be done, right? 
zip quick in a hurry like you want it to end and you're anxious to know how everything will unfold you ask yourself am I going to come out of this situation successfully is it going to change me there's so many questions that bubble up in your head as you try to maintain continuity through your chaos and one of the biggest ways to do that is distinguishing the differences between guilt and shame it's learning how to separate your behaviors from yourself I was recently put onto an episode of Oprah's Super Soul Sundays featuring world-renowned speaker Brene Brown. She's dope. And she changed my whole perspective when she said this. The biggest unpacking pieces is to get clear about the difference between shame and guilt. Really? And the difference between shame and guilt is the difference between I am bad and I did something bad. So let me give you an example. I drink too much on Thursday night. I'm so hungover Friday that I get to work, I miss a meeting, and my self-talk is... God, I'm an idiot. I'm such a loser. Shame. I'm an idiot. I'm a loser. Mm -hmm. Same scenario. I get to work, but my self-talk is that was a really stupid thing to do. I wasn't thinking. Mm -hmm. So the focus Mm -hmm. on self versus the focus on behavior. Mm -hmm. Is this linguistics? Is this a pet peeve? What's the deal? This is serious. We measure shame and guilt in people by how they talk to themselves. What are the messages? How do they speak to themselves? Shame, this is going to freak you out. Okay. Highly correlated with addiction, depression, eating disorders, violence, bullying, and aggression. Guilt, inversely correlated with those. People who are able to really change the self-talk and believe it have far better outcomes on all those measures. The pushback is, I don't get the difference between shame and guilt. So the difference between shame and guilt is, you know, give me ask you something. If you hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. would you be willing to say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake? I'm so sorry. I made a mistake, right? I made a mistake. That's guilt. Yeah. Shame, I'm sorry, I am a mistake. Listening to this conversation made me realize that I had to do a self-audit on my words. Brene made me realize that we can't all believe the things or that negative things that we tell ourselves. When you're going through a storm, you're like, yep, that's it. This is it. This is the end. And you don't see a way through it. But I'm learning that a chapter of your life is not your whole story. Your ability or worth as a person is not limited to what you can see in the moment. Because let me tell you something. Your words can either weigh you down or they can give you wings. You can find so much freedom in the permission you give yourself to speak life. You may have made mistakes. People may try to paint a picture of you based off of their own assumptions or experiences. And you accept it. The further you run away from what's in front of you, the longer you prolong your healing process. And you have to detach the temporary feelings of how you see and feel about yourself to the person that you're growing into. Shame is a tactic of internal warfare. It's the quickest way to make you give up and feel defeated. But you have to look beyond the moment and find the message in your mess. Know that you are not the mess and can still be blessed even if you're unsure of what's to come next. And another thing that I've been thinking about... um, is really in relations to Will Smith. I've been binging on Will Smith lately. Like, he's definitely someone that I look to for positivity and light. For those who have followed the podcast before, you know, I'm a huge fan of his because of the positivity that he exudes daily on his platform. And so I came across this video called Fault Versus Responsibility, and he shares something so game-changing. It don't matter whose fault it is that something is broken if it's your responsibility to fix it. For example, is it's not somebody's fault if their father was an abusive alcoholic. 
but it's for damn sure their responsibility to figure out how they're gonna deal with those traumas and try to make a life out of it. It's not your fault if your partner cheated and ruined your marriage, but it is for damn sure your responsibility to figure out how to take that pain and how to overcome that and build a happy life for yourself. Fault and responsibility do not go together. It sucks, but they don't. When something is somebody's fault, we want them to suffer. We want them punished. We want them to, to pay. And we want it to be their responsibility to fix it. But that's, that's not how it works, especially when it's your heart. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. Like Will said, there's going to be things that happen in life beyond our control, whether it's directly or indirectly from us. But we all have the responsibility to decide how we're going to live with those traumas and create a life worth living. You may be under attack in this moment, but those attacks won't last forever. And you have to prepare for the moments after the attacks. Those are the ones that count. Those are the moments that the clock starts to tick because you decide how you respond to life in spite of what you've been through. And that will dictate the quality of your life. Some people relive trauma and pain every single moment of their life by design. And you have to decide that that's how you want to architect your future. Now, of course, you don't want to forget things that happened to you and you shouldn't. It's all a part of your experience, your story, and your truth, but you don't have to be bound by them to enter a new experience or chapter of your life. I've learned to reframe my attacks as a temporary inconvenience. According to the Rima Kingdom Ministries, a temporary inconvenience is a situation where conditions are not ideal and enabling. When hard times hit or you're in an inconvenient situation, you have to drag through opposition, setback, and challenges to achieve your objectives. You may not be in an ideal moment, but remember, it's just that, a moment. Give yourself grace and remind yourself that you are doing the best that you can with what you know. When your back is against the wall, seek wise counsel, but be careful with who you share your struggles with. Everyone is not equipped to help you fight certain battles. Become an avid reader of energy and discern advice that is meant for you and leave certain advice where it is. Before I leave you today, I want to leave you with a uh, anonymous quote. If your life is under attack right now, it could be a sign that you're carrying something of value. So in other words, don't give permanent residence to feelings of uncertainty, doubt, or fears that may cause you to second guess yourself in this moment. You got this. The biggest battle we overcome are the ones within ourselves. Everything else is just a temporary inconvenience. Thanks for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade Podcast. Once again, my name is Whitney B, and I am your host. If you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and now on Amazon Podcasts. And subscribe wherever you listen to on your favorite pod. You can follow Pink Lemonade Podcast at PinkLemonadePodcast.com or follow us on IG or Facebook at Pink Lemonade Podcast. Until next time, peace.